Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I'm your host, again this week, Fro Double G, and joining me today we have Willow1771. What's going on, bots? Nevea03. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And a special guest this week, I tank for you. Hey, ladies. Oh. Hey, I had to fill in. I had to Nani? fill in for you. I had Nani? to fill in for you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, Tank, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell everybody who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is. Who this? I tank for you. Uh, T.J. Walker is my government. Um, I am the league operator for Sale Smite Amateur Invitational League. And I also own and operate Big Money Esports. Um, as far as Big Money goes, we All have right. a uh, so, just a Smite uh, team right now. Uh, so, yep, you have a actual team on the PS4 SCL side yes, there, sir. right? So, yeah, so how long has Sale been up and coming? Um, sale has been around since October of 2017, so pushing on with that two years here in a month or so. Um, we have ran, I want to say, eight splits or so now, and uh, maxed out at about 40 teams, and we've had the lowest amount at eight. So right now sitting about 30. Nice, that's respectable quite a few yeah, teams <laughs> quite a few players really. yeah try to uh, keep it up there but you know how people are in the community they come and go sometimes that's people in general <laughs> <laughs> don't matter where you go people are that is fair go. enough so uh what made you want to bring about starting up so style? i was a uh, casual arena main for a long time uh towards the end of season three my friends and i Yes, friends and I started uh, playing Conquest together. We had a nice little five stack. We'd get in there and win probably two two out of every three of our games, so we thought we were really, really good. Uh, come to find out later, it's just because we had really, really bad ELO um, or MMR, whatever you want to call it. So we finally decided, we were like, hey, you know, let's reach out to some other people. I uh, got on Reddit and, you know, reached out saying, hey, I'm trying to start a league up pretty much. Um, just casual players trying to get together and have some fun. Um, I got some responses from people that range from bronze-ranked players to grandmasters, some of which are in the SCL right now or have been in the past. And uh, that's how Sale originated. About two or three weeks later, we got eight teams, started it up, and um, went forth with our first split. Nice. And you guys actually just finished up a, a tournament last weekend, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we had the, the playoffs. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have many check-ins. So it ended up only being like four teams out of the 16 that qualified to play. Um, so we played like a little bit of round robin, had some fun with it, but guys still ended up getting some prizing. Um, and ultimately though, the, the prizing for that is more, more based off of the regular season split anyway. So the final playoff bracket is just for bragging rights as it, as it combines all three of our divisions together. So it's more just to be able to say who's number one out of everybody. Right. So uh, another thing we can pick up on real quickly here, 
about being number one and getting some bragging rights. Uh, I do believe it's in the works that Sale and Bot G are putting together an assault tournament, if I am correct. So we've uh, been talking about it for a bit, a little bit on our end with some of our like officers and all that, and reached out to you guys. And I think we are we still going with a tentative date of the September fourteenth yes, there. But uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun. So that gives everyone a couple weeks to get all signed up. If you're listening now, you're on the PS4 side. Gather some boys up <laughs> or girls. Hi, Nev. Hi, Willa. And you guys can get a team. Love you, too. And uh, come play. I think we're looking for eight teams. But in the end... You know, Correct. Yeah, I'll have that uh, sign-up form up here in just a couple of days. I'll make sure it gets posted on Twitter, um, Facebook for those in the community, as well as both your Discord and the Sale Discord as well. So... Everybody will definitely have access to it if they're interested. Yep. I'll say yep, and I'm sure you'll be seeing the Bot G podcast Twitter and and my personal Twitter and, and probably Nebs and Devs and everyone else will all be sharing links to that and sharing it on all the different discords. So I'm definitely looking forward yep, to it. Uh, you'll see it. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll see it. And by the way, if you're a first time listener because of sale or because of this tournament, if you hear about that, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoy. Oh, I'm definitely glad to be here, everyone. Us, by the way, we'll thank you for having me. I was I was gonna say we could do like break a record and like say that like Depp and Silence not here, but I shattered <laughs> that record earlier. All right, just so everyone knows, like I'm, you know by now, because you've already listened to the other episode, I'm sure. It was just Bryce and I, like a minute, a minute in, I'm just like, hey, people aren't here. So good luck beating that. Oh, that's man. A tough one. That's New that, personal that is a record. That is a record. Dude. Just so you know, Tank, we, well, I'm sure you heard us last time. We're horrible about telling people that someone's not here. And usually it's like an hour in, and we're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Hey, uh, well, Bryce, it's, it's a lot to keep up with, okay? Y'all have you have a lot of things going on, and you're all on. This is episode 69, so you've, you've dealt with this a lot. So it's kind of uh, impossible to make sure everybody's accounted for every time, you know? Is it? Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, actually, <laughs> this got bumped up to episode 70. Oh. oh. Rip the dream. Rip the dream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it just dawned on me. Episode 69 is just Bryce and I, just beautiful bearded tattoo man together. That's... 69 the whole way. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, big money, or as I heard it used to be, beer money esport. Oh yeah, so uh, big money is an organization that started about a year or so ago. Uh, originally it was beer money kind of made it for the memes uh, to make some t-shirts, some cool hats and hoodies, things like that, just to sell and to have with my uh, in real life friends as, you know, kind of a joke. Um, a little bit later after we had sale, a lot of other smaller organizations, um, up and coming esports organizations were trying to get involved with sale just to kind of make a name for themselves. Uh, Rated R, Conquest Esports, a couple other that I couldn't tell you offhand right now. Um, I have to look at it, but there's a couple other orgs that got involved. So I was like, you know what? Hey, these people are picking up pro teams um, in different different events, so I kind of pulled some resources together. And I was like, you know, I, I play a lot of Smite. I have a lot of friends in this community. Uh, SCL got announced, and that's when I went and got my business license for the organization. Um, and then I started recruiting. Uh, I was actually on the hunt for a team back in the 
first uh, first fall split of last year uh, when it first got released. I uh, was, was not able to uh, secure a team. I was talking to a couple EU teams, uh, Mr. Sachs. I think their team was a freak of freaks. I was working with them, and then their captain, everybody else signed the contracts. Their captain refused to sign, so I went teamless for that first year going into last Worlds. Um, this season came around, SCL Koalas came, um, and then I ended up signing with uh, Privative on their team, which was Deputy Sharks at the time. Uh, got them signed, pulled over onto the roster, made a couple changes to that roster, and right after that, we signed our Paladins team as well. Paladins team was a big bust. Um, but right now, we've just been sticking with, with Back to Smite, trying to invest a little bit more time into that and make sure our team gets known as well as the organization. So in the near future, we do look to pick up some other teams, maybe in some other games. Uh, but right now, just going off of my backbone and staying within the Smite world. Nice. I think it's really interesting that you have a pro team uh, in the SCL, currently they are second? Yeah, we're uh, tied for first technically on paper, but we're behind one game on the tiebreaker, so we're sitting at second. Okay, that's what <laughs> I thought. I, I briefly looked today, but there was games that were still being played, so I hadn't had a chance to check up the final tally after today. Uh, I'm sure you knew behind the scenes as of yesterday, because... The games are actually played on Correct. Sunday. Correct, yeah. The games are uh, um, played on, on Sunday, but we can't talk about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that doesn't actually happen. Um, Just kidding. Nobody heard that. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I think it's pretty cool that your roster is doing well. Um, I know that um, some of the changes that Nemesis is facing is going to be tough, uh, which gives you kind of a, a little bit of an advantage coming into this this phase um so what are your what do you think your prospects are looking so forward? um the, the biggest thing that we've seen is we beat uh e-boys gone wild twice um and then we we did lose the nemesis week one going into uh the, back into the first week of the scl but uh we did beat e-boys twice and they beat nemesis one time but uh the biggest thing to look at though is nemesis lost kobe uh they picked up coils which is still a phenomenal player. He's been around for a while. He played with uh, El Chapo and Brochacho a couple years back. Um, so they still have a lot of potential. But the, the difference is, though, is the team that we have now actually has been working together and playing together for the past three, four years on, you know, on PlayStation really since it came out because a lot of these people have been top of the GM leaderboard and they're in each other's queues, parties, whatever the case may be. Um, so they have a lot of synergy together. The only person that we kept from Xbox side was Shadows. Um, uh, John Biachip or Landon actually um, had some issues with his uh, personal life. He couldn't actually keep competing, so he picked back up Shadows. So hopefully that'll work out for the best. But I really do think that this is a good shot for us to get close to getting first place. If not, um, I'm hoping for a land qual, and we'll see how that goes. But um, I'll, I'll still be happy with a, with a good finish. I think we can win with at least you know eight or nine wins this split as to where last split we just went six and six, went 500. But I do think we have a good chance to qual land as long as the guys buckle down, stay on the scrims, and stay working together because there is a, you know, there's a fault um, for Nemesis right now. Outside of Nemesis, though, I don't see us having any big issues. Um, Benedict's Calvary should be, they might go 0 12 this year or this split. Uh, I'm not trying to talk bad about the guys, but they just, um, there's a little bit below levels of all the other teams. They've had a rough. They have, yeah, and and. I, it's been rough for I them. I have a lot of respect for them for There's staying dedicated. A lot dedicated. of team changes. Yeah, I, say, I have a lot of respect for them being dedicated, yeah. um, you know, and, and having to switch out of their roster. But they're still around, so that, that's still good. Uh, but, yeah, I do think that we could 
possibly qualify for land if, if yeah. we do buckle down. But it's not going to be an easy road, though. There's going to be a lot of challenging games. Um, you know, Spartan's been around in the community for a long time, too, and he could take anybody out on any given time, uh, as well as, you know, Jarman and Coys and the rest of their team. They definitely have the potential to beat us at any time, so we just have to buckle down and make sure we can grab a couple wins from them. Unless you got anything else, any shout-outs you want to give out to anybody? Um, um, as far as from the order sales side, because <laughs> I have a, a lot of people I work with, um, so I don't, I don't know if we're going to get more into sale. but Whichever you would like. Okay. We'll give you that chance, uh, and then we'll move into games here in just a second. Okay. So uh, as far as the, the sales side of the house, I want to give a, a shout-out to uh, Prackle, War Eagle. Both of them have been um, pretty heavily in our admin team. They both came from PSL when we merged um, about a year and a half ago. Uh, both have been extremely helpful within the Discord. Uh, recently picked up Sinister Phoenix uh, within Sale, and she has been helping out a lot with that too, bringing her community in. And it's been kind of a blessing to have an additional, and honestly to have some some female presence within our Discord too has been very, very helpful as far as moderating. Uh, I thought before that um, there was kind of some things going out of hand, but it's going in a good direction now. Um, as, as far as big money goes, um, Privative, he's been, been a great guy, been very supportive, um, with w- what my mission is with big money and trying to make sure things happen. He's been a very, very good team captain, uh, whether people may say he has been or not, uh, but he has made sure guys are on practicing, getting on the game. And then, uh, John Slay as well. He's been a very good, uh, coach for these guys, helping make sure they're, they're staying in line and, uh, giving them good feedback after the end of each game. So that's definitely been a uh, blessing to have a coach like that. Even though he doesn't play much smite himself anymore for school, he makes sure he gets on and, uh, you know, takes time to do it. I think he's going to be taking a little bit of a break, though, just for schools being too much for him. Uh, but I still appreciated having him around for this uh, past split going into the summer. But I think as far as shout-outs go, that's so – Shout-out to the coaches, man. Yeah, they, they don't get enough love. They don't. They don't. And don't if, watch Roll Queue with the coaches that just came out over the weekend. Give a little insight onto the uh, coach's perspective and a little bit more detail about um, how the how they what they do behind the scenes. Yeah, they're not just there to tell players they're bad. They do a lot of the managing and stuff behind the scenes for the players to make sure things are going. Oh right. yeah, hundred percent. And even going into you know from SML, uh, SCL, and and you know the pro league, it's 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 a really under underpaid and underappreciated job. You know, and it, it really does make an impact, though, without those people there. A lot of people uh, don't don't realize what they're missing out on. I know there's a couple of teams that probably don't have a coach that actually is there. They might name somebody as the coach, but they're not actually helping them out. But that having that aspect definitely helps. And for me, from the owner perspective, too, that's kind of my between the coach and the captain are my main, you know, uh, resource with communicating with the team. So it's definitely helpful. Exactly. That's what they do. They are the relay and they are the messenger and they do a lot of behind the scenes stuff and they don't get enough appreciation. Um, but let's get on to games. Um, Fro, why don't you start? Uh, well, I talked about my games a little bit on the uh, other episode we just released before this one. Uh, still the same week for me. Still the same day, honestly. Sure. Uh, but I'll say it again. <laughs> a lot of Cupid, a lot of Discordia. Uh, keep it man i just been enjoying them i am i am although i had a wait a minute nev write this down on. nev write this down he uh-huh. has finally uh-huh. accepted that he is a cupid man you heard it here first folks oh my god wow whatever 
Okay, I'm about to get a star on him soon. So whatever. <laughs> I like him. Although, I got shit on in a game. And I mentioned this in the other episode. So, I'm sure you all know. I'm still salty about that. But Coffin, here's something new. Coffin wanted my... Wait, Nev. Have you... Do you play against Coffin? Oh, wait. His team may be disbanding. They they, they, they played their game yesterday. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so I'm going to bring it up. Here's my spicy one of the two spicy cupid builds i gave him because he wanted a cupid build right you get your trans you get your attack speed boots you get yourself an aussie you get uh fail not then you get soul eater and you can get yourself executioner or you can get executioner earlier instead of aussie if you want and then uh, kin size, then you can finish off with like an oboe or whatever situational item you need. Or another crit, Deathbringer. Sorry, that's what I meant. I don't know why I said kin size. I don't hate it. But it, the oh, order I is... No, a... I might be missing something. I might no, be missing you're... something. Because I'm trying to think it about the top of my head here. First of all, I don't like Soul Eater on Cupid. Yeah, I was going to say Ditto um... on that. The Soul Eater is kind of... That's because he only has two damaging abilities, so you're only getting the passive effect out of two damaging abilities, which isn't terrible, but as a... But it's also the lifesteal. Yeah, or not you the can life just... Steal, the, the cooldown. The cooldown. But here it is. Here it is. I got the actual one now. Okay. Sorry. Trans, Ninja, Exe, Soul Eater, Aussie, Fail, Not Malice. And then you get to Titan's Bane. That's a bit more respectful. Your boots. There we go. There trans, we go. Trans... Ninja, Exe, Fail Not, Aussie. Soul Eater. Soul oh. Eater, Aussie. I just feel like you could go you Bloodforge and be just as effective in your healing. You really could. I mean, you could, but you wouldn't be down. You'd be down to 30% CDR, which is still fine, honestly. Yeah. 30% CDR is still a lot of CDR. I I understand. Like, I am a... a a vo- vocal advocate that you don't need 40% CDR on most gods. I think Cupid is one that you want to try and get at least 30, and I think 30 is a good number to stop at. Um, I just don't think... But on the same hand, if you are like half-life or less, and you Cupid all a group of people, you heal for so much fucking damage. Or yeah, but damage. how often are you hitting a, let's say, a three-man Cupid all that actually damages three people all the fucking time at 40 percent cdr if you're any good <laughs> uh, all right i'll give just it just saying you. i just no no no. It, it's not supposed to be like the most optimal but it's supposed to be like the oh my god why is this cupid heart bombing me every every three two seconds because yeah. especially with you get the malice in there with the fail not and like you crit, and now you have a heart bomb again. It's like what the fuck. And Cupid doesn't need that much attack speed, really, because it gets the thirty percent in his three. When you get that leveled up, like that in attack speed shoes, and like your Xe and Aussie, you are already at like two. So, I I just I am not an advocate of Soul Eater on most hunters. I just feel like you're losing lifesteal that you oh, could get it could, elsewhere. it could easily well, be a blood force. 
I was going to say, you see, well, I'm not really an advocate of Cupid, but I, I guess that's because uh, lately I've been just, you know, predominantly Conquest. Well, Tank, but, it was nice of you um, to join us. Uh, <laughs> sorry we're having two short episodes this week, but, Listen, you know, things Cupid, happen. Cupid is the first hunter I ever mastered, and he's a very, very fun guy to play, but I wouldn't say he is very efficient at his job. He's, he's very, very good if you have a comp to work around it and set up, um, you know, for like clashes, assaults, things like that. But I guess in Conquest, it's just for me to see him, you know, he's never really, in the past couple of years, I haven't really seen him in the meta so much, but he's definitely a fun guy to play. His ult is, is honestly one of the funnest, I'd say, next to Hoi out of Hunters, to be able to just drop an area that that makes people die, pretty much. And if you get follow-up, they're dead, which is awesome. But I feel like uh, other than that, though, he just doesn't provide you know, a, a crazy aspect of, of just a normal ADC. I feel like he's more like a utility ADC than he is a ADC itself. I don't know how to explain that other than right. so the way I just said to it. Like but... throw forty percent CDR on him or something like that, right? I mean, yeah. I think if you, if, I think if you have a Kumbo and an Ox, if you have a Kumbo and an Ox on your team, then yeah, of course, then play the Cupid and just forty percent uh, CDR and just rock with it. But outside of that, I don't, I don't know what you're hoping to gain, maybe. <laughs> Please enlighten me. That, that game I talked about last week or last episode where the Aries and I didn't have the synergy, I picked Cupid because he went Kumba. And then, like, I literally looked down on my phone and look up, and it was Aries. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck happened? And the game was starting. It's like, what the fuck happened here? God damn it. Listen, I, I've seen a. Uh, I had a cop one. when I used to play a lot of Joust. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, oh no! I was just saying that I, we used to have a comp we used to run. I used to play Kumba. Uh, my buddy Tip would play Cupid, and then my buddy Stilo would play Nox, and we'd run at people and Joust, and it was a, a beautiful comp for Joust. Um, but outside of oh, that, I never really found where Cupid fits in. That because I used to do the same thing, but it was Neath Nox and uh, okay. Kumba. Equally aids. It, it's still yep. you have a lot of that. A lot of that Stupid setup. It's, CC it's... that comes with a <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, it was just ridiculous with with Neath because like you could literally. Send her alt at someone, and then the Kumba alt would hit them before the Neath alt, and then they land, and they are like just guaranteed dead because they're stunned after a Kumba alt. Yeah, exactly. There's no way. Which means they're on a Nox pad. But I have a lot of respect for you for playing the Cupid. I'll I'll leave it at that. (laughs) All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. This is my one counter to your your conversation about forty percent cooldown. If you're playing in a game mode like Assault or uh, arena or clash 40% cooldown is fantastic because you are almost always looking for a fight in conquest you are playing the map more than you're looking for a fight and you don't need your ultimate up every all the time you're looking to use your ultimate oh, during a fight wave. yeah what? <laughs> yeah and then you go to gold fury and you don't have your fucking ult <laughs> Oh wait, you got forty percent. You got forty percent cooldown, so it's back in two seconds. Uh, no, I might not be the most optimal, but it's one of the things where, like, no, if you have fun with it, the simple fact that it's like, holy shit, like, like, what is this Cupid doing? I can't stop it. It's not like super OP. It's just super obnoxious. This is this is my this is my final point about your Cupid play. If you enjoy it, it's amazing. Fucking play it. I don't care. like that's your, hell yes that's <laughs> your joy it's it is what it is and if like like we talked about in the fuck up episode 
ranked is playing the learning how to play the map is more important than learning how to play the meta because if you can't play the map then you definitely can't play the meta it doesn't matter what you pick if you're you're still gonna lose yeah so if you enjoy playing cupid like that with 40 percent cooldown and alting all the time and potentially having two alts in a fight then play your heart out right yeah do it you're still like if you're still playing the game effectively and playing the map effectively then who fucking cares how you're playing it because you're still winning yeah and i'd rather have somebody the point is confident than anything else exactly yeah if you if that's what you're comfortable on you're confident you enjoy playing like that great and i i say that to all players learn to play the map and play what you like instead of playing what you see the pros play i love horus horus just happens to be in the meta right now but if he wasn't in the meta, I'd still love to play him. Like, I love Sylvanas, and I, I'll play Sylvanas every once in a while. He's not really in the meta right now, but I still love to play him. It's just... All right. So, we brought this up in the quote-unquote Lost episode, because this is our second time recording with Tank. Thank you for the coming Lost back. episode? Uh, Feels bad. What was it? I think it was, I said, every fifth ranked game or like fourth ranked game i'd always fall into the trap where i'm like i need to pick meta like yeah. now's mm-hmm. the time to play bakasura because they left him open baka's op or whatever insert random god and random role that i got especially especially if i'm t- if i'm bottom elo i don't give a fuck it's like i'm bottom elo people leave me the fuck alone what do you expect of course i'm trash i'm bottom elo but when you're the top one it's like fuck i gotta pick the op meta man i gotta carry this i have to carry this one this is my time that's why i'm top elo and it's like you pick a meta god, and then you just get shit on. Or at least I do. Or you just well, pick Kronos and end your roll. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Make it to 50 minutes with Kronos in any roll. I don't care what it is. Except for maybe. We talked about 50-minute games, too. <laughs> Either a game's ending in 10 minutes, or you're going until an hour and a half. Yes, Holy. Yeah, it ends in 10 to 15, or you're playing 50 to 70 minutes. Yeah, and respawn exactly. timers are ninety seconds, and you still can't win. And you still can't win because you both teams lost four people, and the the two supports are beating on each other in mid lane. Well, this is you going know nowhere. Why? You don't have forty percent cooldown on your cupid. Well, fuck. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know how many hearts that is. You know how many hearts you could get with forty percent cooldown, cupid. Double the hearts that you would get. A lot of hearts without it. And they're healing like a motherfucker. Well, right, because you got a shit ton sorry, of power. Sorry, guys. You got trans. Uh, I wouldn't say quite leader, double. That's like one blood one point seven five. The times, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> I was guesstimating. Down. You got to remember, he's building malice, so he's getting bonus cooldown. Yeah, I'm getting for malice. malice. So, so it's probably closer to fifty percent. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I digress. <laughs> You know, Have you ever tried fifty percent Cupid? You thought forty percent was OP. Fifty percent fucking. Well, oh well, my God. well, the question does oh, it, it, it is so so malice basically. You're you're saying that malice is like true cooldown, just like Circuit does true damage. Um, malice is uh is true cooldown, right? Yeah, pretty it much. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty dope. It's the only item in the game that does that, right? Other than what like Chronos no, Pendant, a... I guess you get the two seconds. There's Chronos Pendant, which gives you a second off every ten seconds, which is about ten percent. And then you got Deso and Genji's. And Deso gives you... But you can't build you can't build Kronos Pendant or Deso on physical people, though. It's yeah, a big field Genji. And if you That's build Genji's Dart on Cupid, they probably have to block you. Well, you got... What is it? 
med. Does that give you reduced cooldown when you upgrade seconds, it? Three seconds off of your abilities. Is it off once currently on cooldown or the next to fire? I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I and think that might Bracer, be the next to fire, though. And then Bracer gives you bonus Bracer, cooldown yeah. when your cooldowns are... But those are relics. So yeah, it's pretty pretty much limited to damage-wise on physical gods. Malice. Malice. I guess we need to ask uh, Flare Boot for these correct answers, right? Yeah, where's Flare Boot? Yeah, where you at? <laughs> uh, let's see, it's 7 p.m. right now. He's probably sleeping. It's midnight for him, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. Over across the pond. Um, But yeah. Uh, back to the point about ranked play what you are comfortable on because I see too many people trying to be meta slaves and just getting destroyed. I've seen Merlins just get wrecked. I've seen Isis's not know how to play, like missing their spirit balls. Was, was. I, Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. We're this ain't going on 30, now. Thank you, 31 Will. minutes into the podcast. Nobody's going to demonetize our episode that we're not getting monetization on anyway we don't have enough fans well, to get the monetization on it now we definitely aren't and i'm blaming you but play what is what is comfortable for you especially when you're in bronze and silver and even all the way up to plat if if you are in diamond or higher then you're probably able to play the meta more effectively so you need the and the people you're playing with are probably able to play the meta more effectively so then you need to play the meta better than they're playing the meta because the meta picks are meta for a reason but at lower levels it doesn't matter because if you can't play the meta then you can't play the game anyway learn to play the map that's what lower elo ranked is all about learning how to play the map effectively take responsibility for your actions and move on (laughs) exactly and that's the other thing Take response. Stop blaming the fucking jungler. It's not his fucking fault. Stop blaming your support. It's not his fault. That's one thing I just don't get how people can do that. Maybe it's because, like, Willow, he's played with me enough. And Nev. I'm sure she's noticed this. When I die, 95% of the time you hear me say, well, I fucked up. Yeah. Because yeah, I usually. fucked up. That's why I died. Like every once in a while, like it's as a not sub- my ally's fault, I'm Zeus, and I decided I'm gonna step up there and try to get poke off, even though it's unsafe. No, that's my fucking fault. I walked up there; it was unsafe. Hey, preach it, brother, because that's definitely the, the way that things are. <laughs> and if you can't accept that, then you don't need to be in my rank queues, anyways. <laughs> every once in a while, as a support player, I will say, "What was my mid lane doing?" Fair but enough. That's usually because I'm looking at them step up and die. And I'm like, oh, yep, that happened. I can't save you in that situation. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, even then, you're not blaming them for you dying. You're blaming them well, for them. Honestly, dying. though, like, even oh, as a well, support main, when I'm playing in. support ranked and my mid laner dies or somebody does something crazy, I sit back and I'm like, man, I guess I could have helped them out. And I was like, nah, not really. And then I just, I'm like, okay, well, I have to move on. And I have to realize that there's nothing I can do. And it is frustrating, though, because. Yeah, usually I just try and get the farm that I exactly yeah like all right you died i'm I'm gonna head to your back camps really quick (laughs) pick that up there's been times where even then it's like you know what i don't want to blame you but you didn't let me help you yeah now you put yourself in a bad position playing sylvanas well no let's say i'm playing sylvanas right and you are like just staying out of the range of my heels i'm trying to run to you to heal you but you won't stop and get towards me 
or you're at like no life and the hunter's chasing you down and you won't work with me to body block the autos. Like we have to position together to effectively do that. You know what I mean? It's like you're just running straight away in a straight line. Like, bro, come come towards help me. me. Especially help like, yeah. Oh my god. Main. If I'm already saying group up and I'm playing on a fucking hell, like walk towards me. <laughs> I'm trying to heal you. Try being Quit a Horus away from me. Who can literally dash through walls to give you a free heal, and like chasing a teammate down who literally, if they just stutter stepped, would be. Slow enough that I could have all like <laughs> dashed the them. It's like, what do you do? Just stop for like, just, just let go of the controller and then push it again, and I can catch up. I promise. That's all I need, and then I'll be there to stun. Maybe it's because I got like almost all the healers diamond, but if I'm low life and I have a healer on my teammate, I run to the healer. Like it's literally just like, oh, I'm in the red turn. Fucking directly towards him. And then if they don't hit you and you guy. die, you can just blame them. I mean, that's just the way you do it. Yeah, then yeah. you can blame them. Because that's definitely like, come on. I'm standing right next to like, you. Damn, Cupid. If you'd have 50% hey, listen, CDR, listen, there's nothing better than having an afro, afro in your God. rank queue that is partnered up with their ADC. And it's afro support, mind you. And they just stay linked to the ADC at full health. And I'm supposed to be going in as a solo to tank this uh, Phoenix. And the afro refuses to link onto me. You know, that's that's a big feels bad, and people need to learn to stop doing that stuff, too. <laughs> too many times I've seen it. Doesn't matter what the meta is, it still happens. I always love when you get an Afro, like, you're playing against a duo lane, and the Afro support never leaves the lane, yeah, yeah, happens ever. I've seen, it, I've seen it happen in comp games before. I've, I've, I have actually played in a league game against somebody where they did that. And um, luckily, the rest of our map just uh, just pushed up. I rotated out. I think uh, I was playing, I want to say Kuznibo or something that game, and I rotated to mid lane, and uh, we ended up getting a double kill on the jungle. It took their tower, and the Afro still never rotated, and that was in a competitive game, so you can only imagine what happens in your rank queues. Yep, pretty much. Um, Whose games are we talking about? We were I, talking about I think about the Cupid games are done, right? So, who's next? <laughs> the, the Cupid rants. <laughs> Um, I'll go. I just have a few things to talk about. First of all, Persephone is OP, and I know, like, I'm gonna bring this up, and I'm not trying to be a dick to everybody. She is very confusing to play. Ask Fro. I watched him play her and went 0 and six, and I felt bad for him because he just Shh, didn't know how to shut play. Shut the fuck it. up! Shut the fuck up! You're ruining the timeline. I said I got it figured out on the last one. Oh. <laughs> The first game well, you played her, you wasn't really bringing didn't... up my first game on her. <laughs> you went 0 six, man, and then said I was feeding. Okay, I did. That's why I wasn't bringing it up, asshole. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be mean. The problem is she is not very intuitive whatsoever. Like I have played her a no. ton, and I love her, and I understand. Like I watched the preview, like her release show, so I saw like how the whole kit works and some of the interactions and I took some time and I played with her in a bot match just to kind of get used to her. She is not intuitive at all. And you really have to like have timers in your own head of when about your things are going to pop and know like how you can affect them with your auto attacks. Because a lot of people I see are spamming there too. And then just auto attacking and that's not damage. All that is, is giving you a heal, which is cool. But when you have somebody in an alt, and you need to do more damage, that's not doing the damage. 
So you got to like throw them down and go run to them and then also dash out so that you're getting your two to pop or your, yeah, your two to pop in a bomb. It's, there's a lot of little details to her and she has a very high skill floor and a very, I think very high skill ceiling at this point. Um, I'm very interested to see how some of the pros end up playing her. From what I have heard, they're interested, but she is kind of not super safe and her damage is inconsistent. So she might not see pro play, at least for a while, until somebody just busts her out and has this huge teamfight alt. And that's what you really have to play around. Her alt is extremely important in the game. Audios was saying I'm tr- that I'm still trying to figure out whether she's like full burst, like that's how you build her, and just wait for the right time to burst people, or if you go straight fifty percent Cupid and like just fuck them up. Hey, I built her uh, support in a in a arena one time, and I went like two two and twenty seven or something like that, and it was a pretty fun game. So I guess it, it's all in the eyes of the beholder, right? Let's see, you could pick up, she could use ISO pretty well with her explosions and her leap. Her alt does the damage, so once they get out, they're still slowed, unless they beads it or CC it somehow, or CC immune it. She'd do good yeah. with a Pythag. I think I built, uh, a couple tank items. Yeah, I was about to say, I built speed boots, Pythags, gem ISO, and then I build stone of, uh, binding, binding yeah. and then void stone, and then celestial legion. Stone of binding build, needs a I'm pretty sure. three. We've ranted about this before. All the T2 I hate items, T2 items. T3s. I mean, I don't know, but when you, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I guess if you can, if you can make it, make it work on some guys, it's fine. Uh, I love it on Athena, but that's usually about it. But I just tried it to try it. Literally, it could even just, just to bump up the base stats a little bit more, and then that's its T3. Or you could, I'm sure you could tweak it, or they'd figure it out. Hey, well, the the one thing I would say though is, uh, what's the item called? The Ikaval. When they changed that item, was the worst thing it could have done. The whole point of having Ikaval was to be able to get that early game lead, be able to outbox somebody whenever you were ahead, and they ruined that by turning it into a full item. I'm okay with that. I thought that concept was bad because then you're just looking to sell late game, and it feels bad to sell an item like that. Well, see, I'll look at it kind of like how you look at uh, Gladiator Shield and all that. Or maybe we'll go with Berserker's Shield, a little bit better example, uh, over in the solo lane. So it's like, all right, I'm buying my Blessing, which I'll be selling later. I'm buying my Boots, which I'll be selling later after I get Pots. I'm buying a T2 Bridge item, which I'll be selling later for insert other item. It's like, eh, that's a lot of buying and selling. And when is your power curve just better off just not even picking it up? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, I lose it a little bit here, yeah, but then yeah. I don't got to deal with it late game. And if you're more kind of a mid to late game kind of guy anyways, it might be worth it in the end. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're like a Kakullin or an Arthur, you're still buying Gladiator Shield. Like, you still want the early pressure. You still want that passive. But that's what I think if they just make T3s of it. So it's something I can pick up. I'm okay with T2s having passives. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay with the concept where it being a little bit front-loaded, where it's like, all right, well, I'll buy this T2 and sit on it, kind of like how they want a Doom Orb to be. I'm all right with that mm-hmm. idea, too, even though it, it didn't necessarily succeed the best in my idea. That's the problem, opinion. though. You make the T3 item too expensive, and nobody just buys the T2 item. Like, that's mm-hmm. why Doom Orb isn't effective, because 
the jump from the T2 to a T3 is expensive as hell, and it's just not... Yeah, I'd just buy a... It's just not worth it. Like, okay. sitting on a T2 feels bad because you're waiting until late game to get a another power spike and sitting on a T2, which isn't a bad item in general, but it's just not... Like, power curve-wise, it's not good. And it doesn't feel good. That's why nobody does it. I, mean, I would say if you had the money to buy Doom Ward like that, you just buy Tahuti anyway. You know, it just exactly it, it kind of um yeah. it's kind of productive, mm-hmm. like you're saying. It just doesn't make any sense. I guess you're right on that aspect. I think but that's I why I hate T right twos having passive. Oh, agreed. Like, yeah, Obshard and Titan's Bane needed to have a passive. They needed to be a percent pen without getting to T three. Stone, I love that. Yeah, I wish Void Shields T two gave a passive. I so agree. Sure I wish Spike Shield right. did too. Which one spiked? Is that the... That's the uh, void. Is that so, the void? Okay. The, my, I guess my biggest question for our Olympian fro here would be, why does Void oh, Shield not have the passive off the Tier 2? But why does Void Stone, you know, the magical item, why, why is that a why is that a thing? Is it is it because the like the Void Shield series is a lot know. cheaper, that's, maybe? Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. Like, why, why? It'd be nice. The only thing I could possibly think of, and this is just my opinion, I don't know, I'd have to ask, is the fact that physical prots are prioritized heavily over magical prots most of the time. So, normally in a team comp, if you're going to, like, conquest, you have an ADC hunter, which is, you know, which is a physical, right? You have a an assassin, which is physical, and then you have a warrior, which is physical. So, it's usually three physicals, the two magicals. So... I mean, of course, y'all know how the scaling. Well, you understand how the scaling works. Y'all have flare boot on, so I'm pretty sure y'all get that by now. But mm-hmm. I guess the biggest thing I've seen is that the way the items are are trending, it's more to uh, to combat physical. Like you said, they're prioritized, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or am I am I, not, am I not tracking the flow you're going on here? Yeah. I, well, I just think well because of the like the structures and the minions and all the buff camps doing the physical. That I mean, too, that yeah. Adds to it a lot, and just the fact that like. If they go to dive you, and because I think Spike Shield is only like sixteen hundred. Correct me if I'm wrong, Willow. So the tier two. I don't know. Two? That I don't Spike Shield's tier two costs that well off the top and, of my head. Fourteen. Yeah. But to give that a little shred like that, that your whole team or not your whole team, most of your team could utilize, but your bursty and sustained damage people for sure, assassin and hunter. Uh. Not to mention, like, your warriors, they go to tower dive each other over in solo. That makes that a little harder. Um, I don't know. Probably the same reason why there's such a huge price difference between uh, Void Shield and uh, Void Stone. Although that might just because assassins are a thing. Oh, yeah. If you were give, like, Void Stone, if it was cheaper, every assassin would be buying it. Or That's Void, true, yeah. Void every assassin still buys Can, it. Yeah, a lot of Not assassins every, still lot, buy it. And it's getting them. bought a lot in the solo lane right now on those like hybrid bruisery warriors that love to have a little bit of extra damage. Which is yeah. Here we are talking. Of, why aren't we buffing this item that's picked up a shit ton? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just the T two. Um, that just means they'll buy it sooner. I do have to talk about one one other game because I promised um, I promised some of the people that I played with that I'd talk about it and it would be in the episode. I feel bad that it's getting pushed back a week, but I think they'll live. 
Um, so I played, I played a game as Persephone with uh, Ash, Basham, and um, Cole. Co- no, Colorado, and I think Key was still in this one. Uh, and he played Ardio after he fucking re-rolled Jing Chen. Everybody can please give Ash Basham some BM for re-rolling Jing Chen in Assault. But anyway, he played Ardio. Um, he's OP in Assault. I know. I think I'm going to make an Assault tier list too, by the way. I think that needs Before to the be tournament, right. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, but anyway, he, uh, he, he ended up trading for Ardio. Um, he played an okay RDO, um, but he didn't know how to play RDO and he didn't really know how to build her. Uh, he understood the kit relatively well, but building an assault can be a little complicated. So I was helping him with items and I, uh, forced him into the, the beloved Heartward amulet, uh, as Persephone, you use a lot of fucking mana, uh, trying to keep your garden growing. And, um, so I, I... Basically told him he had to buy a heart ward so I could have MP5 for free. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, and then, like, the next game, I think Key left, and it was just myself, Colorado, and um, Ash Basham. And I played a Merlin game. I tr- Ash wanted to re-roll Merlin, and I said, hell no. Um, so I traded him, and I fragged i went 14 2 and i think like 17 or something i was a part of like 90 percent of our kills and there was a poor medusa that i bodied uh on two different occasions i just made her look silly uh the first one we had just killed their phoenix she was the only one up i was at like a third health and um, it was me and whoever our, like, tank was, and then, like, one other person. She dashes me. I beads the dash. She, tr- she I dodge a couple autos. She's looking like she's gonna spit, so I flicker past her. She spits and misses. Then she turns around to alt me, and I dodge the alt because I just, like, kind of run at her. You know the effect that we talked about with, um... Ymir, where you just hug him. I basically did that to the Medusa, and she couldn't figure it out. And then I just melted her. Uh, I alted, and then I went to fire stance, and she didn't have a dash, so she basically just stood my two and my one, and she was melted. And I laughed so hard, and I felt so bad that I just bodied this kid. He was full health, just out of base, probably like alive for 20 seconds, and I kill him again. Later in the fight, in the game, we're at, we have a team fight. We're looking like we're winning. We get a pick. We get another pick. It comes down to the Medusa being the only one left. And um, she's running away and running away and running away. Finally, I catch up to her. And she turns around to try and alt me. I flicker to stand right next to her and alt and kill her. And it was one of those moments where even Ash was like, oh, that was dirty, man. <laughs> uh, it was dirty. And um, I had some good laughs out of that one. Uh, but yeah, I 
I felt bad. That was a good game. 14 and 2 on Merlin felt good. Um, but I've been playing a little bit more because I'm really loving Persephone in general. Uh, watching Fro fail miserably as Persephone was. Fuck you. Fuck you, Will. <laughs> shit. Uh, but like I said, she's just. She's not for everybody. She's she's not very intuitive and it takes a little practice. If you have any questions. Going back to what I said. If you have. Persephone should be support. I don't think she needs to be a support. Like, what what are you doing to make her more support? The only real true CC she has is her alt. And she has some really good damage, and I think her two is extremely creative and different, and I love it. But then you have a, a dash with no damage on it, but immunity frames. So what is your really supportish things? Heavily slowing. I think that's tag some people. The slow. Uh, it it wouldn't be. It'd be kind of like a health support, like the utility base. You wouldn't build her to be you know super tanky or anything. It'd be to get in. You know, help your team out, do a little bit of damage, and then reset would be my idea behind it. It's kind of like a, how he's talking about there's Baron. there's a Persephone he... support on the enemy team, and I am like a solo laner or an ADC, I'm just running at the fucking mage and ADC in the back line. Because I know the but Persephone's yeah, but not doing that. Compare that with, let's say you have a Ymir going in solo lane, or some heavy CC guardian in solo lane, like a Sobek. And then you have a Athena going jungle. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what, also a thing. And and we have some crazy jungles right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't just fucking pick this bitch randomly. Like no, no, no. Yeah, it wouldn't just be like a player in rank to support like, Persephone. ADC yeah. and jungler knows what I'm doing. Like, let's help me out. It's kind of like, you know how me when I get jungle and I'm like, hey, I want to know who you're going in what role because if we need a tanky jungler, I'll bust out my Erlong and I love doing it. Granted, I'll do it even if we don't need a tanky jungler sometimes, but if we do, like, Erlong's default for me. Him or Ymir or Athena. Like, I'm going to them if we need some some beefcake. No, I understand, but my point is, like, I I think this is the deal. Persephone, pretty much anything can be played in support right now and make it work, because you can find a way to be some sort of utility effect as well as using your kit relatively well. If you are a good support, you can pretty much play anything in that role and make it work. But to say that she would be a support is not good. Like, in my opinion, not good to say. Because then you have people that are just playing casuals with randoms trying to play these supports that just don't work. The reason why I complain about Afro support so much on the podcast is because randoms that play afro support don't get the concept of playing support as an afro they are running in and trying to kiss somebody and then back them off when your adc is getting dove by the the solo and jungler on the enemy team um that's my point is in that context you can't say that it's a support you know what i mean encouraging people to play actual supports to learn the role is in my opinion, more important. But like you, Tank, and myself can pretty much... Like, I've played Anubis support. I've played... That's what I'm saying. Here you fucking roasting people and Mr. Yeah, like, I like so, playing Anubis support. So, oh, so I'm playing Jenny supports. Poseidon when, dual lane. When Indy God comes out, I, I, I play Chunga support. Yeah, I love Chunga support. You don't really do much other than your ult and your heal, but, you know, I, I can get out of a crack and ult if he tries to ult me. 
<laughs> reset, heal in the back. The guy doesn't die, you know. But um, no, yeah, my whole point with that is that uh, I, I would like the player in, in support in a like you know a conquest setting. Not saying that she'd be the most efficient, but I do. I, I agree with what you're saying. I get the point you're trying to make. We don't want to set a bad example for the community to follow. Um, but at the same time, you know, any god like you said can be played in support if you make it happen. I'll set a bad example. Get 50% CDR and Cupid. It's fun. Fuck off. Please don't actually build. Now people are going <laughs> to actually build 50% cooldown on Cupid. And they're building like trans failed. She's <laughs> so man. Uh, but anyway. Well, that's the build I was talking about. I had trans and fail not. Yeah, well, they're going to build like fucking Jotun's Wrath to get 50% cooldown. And it's not. They're no, losing no, no. Malice, 10%. Malice gives you your 50. Yeah, yeah. I get I get what you're saying, but not the community as a whole. You got to remember we're playing to the community. But anyway, my point is that people need to learn to play the role support before they learn to play Off janky role, yeah. supports. Like I love janky supports. I fucking I played oh, on her support because it's 20, stupid. Twenty twenty uh what's it? Twenty eighteen worlds was won from janky supports. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, to tell you the truth, right now I think the most open role where you can play a lot of jank and make it work is solo lane. And I love that part about solo lane right now because I hate fucking playing warriors in solo lane. I think it's boring. I hate playing guardians in solo lane. I think it's boring. I'd rather play Jing Chen, or not Jing Chen, um, Zhang Kuei in, in solo because I can make that work. I can do a little damage. I can be annoying as fuck and not die. I left solo lane because of that bullshit. I want my big old sweaty men yeah, just slapping yeah. on each other. Bring that back. Yeah. Big back to episode 69 where you and, on each you other. and That's uh, the best Bryce. Part. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Although none of them got beard. Oh, I guess Rutchukles has a beard. Respectable beard too, by the way. Nice locks. Beautiful voice. <sighs> all right, all right. Lane. Nev, I feel like you've, you've <laughs> hadn't had a chance to talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut... Fro off from his daydreams. <laughs> if if we let him keep going, he he'll uh, go back to talking about fifty CDR on. Keyboard. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, I actually I don't have too many games to talk about this week, but I do have to say I don't know what it is about Smiter Day, which is what me and the group of people I play with on Saturdays call Saturday Smite. We call it Smiter Day. Um, I don't know what it is about we, it. We got that after 17 episodes yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but I'll get I'll get into this like zone and I frag on gods that I never ever ever play any other day. Example, I got Arachne in assault on Saturday night. Went 13, 4, and 15, and got a quadra, almost the penta, as Arachne. And I never play Arachne. Oh. So I have one oh. question for you. Was alcohol involved? Of course it was. <laughs> okay, well, listen. When alcohol is involved, anything is possible. Okay? <laughs> That's just the, the way it goes. So, like, Nev, and, and, I don't, I don't no, want to No, let, let her finish. Make let her feel... finish. Okay. Yep, yep. Let her finish. It's a hype moment right. that we'll talk about when she's done. That's all I wanted to say. Um. It, yes, of course, alcohol was involved, and I think 
the the reason why this magical zone exists on Smider Day is because I, I I get to like a certain part in the evening where I just have so much confidence that I'm not scared of anything, and that's how the thirteen, four, and fifteen or acne was possible. I would just say it's the it's the confidence. Also, that same exact game, Panda was in the party. And he got Persephone, and it was the very first time he had ever played her, and he got her in assault, and he went six five and eighteen. So good job, Panda. Yay, job. Panda! He was like, he's like, wait a minute, I I don't know how to play her, and I was like, that's okay, I don't know how to play her either. He's like, hold on. So he like stays in Fountain for a little bit, and then he starts walking out and reading the abilities as he's walking, and then he, I think he got first blood, and I was like, oh, you you got this, you're fine. <laughs> But uh, let's see. Yeah, no, it was it was a magical evening, full of uh, fun smite. Uh, let's see, I had a six four and fourteen Hachiman, a nine two sixteen Cupid, a seven four and nine Agni. We love Smiter Day. Smiter Day is a good day. Oh, a thirteen four and nine Scylla. Yeah. There you go. We love it. We love it. The monster it. of the mid lane showed up. <laughs> I, that wasn't an assault match and I rolled her and I was like oh yay I haven't played Scylla in a little while because of this like weird new meta in uh, the Exilium League where the hunters are in mid now so I don't know thank you pro but, players <laughs> <laughs> but I did I, I also um, discovered this week that Chiron is, is, is fitting back into the mid lane very nicely because of that buff too so thank you for that um i can start playing him in conquest again we thank you i think that was it there was a, a moment that fro so, wanted to talk about oh, yeah <laughs> okay let me let me let me break this down we're in a salt match i uh it, it's a back and forth match back and forth we're both we both gotten phoenixes we both put a little damage on titans my boy Fro, they're pushing Titan. They've got it half health. He spawns, jumps into the middle of them. One kill. Two kills. He's got a triple. He kills the Herc for a quadra. All that's left is this Changa. And it's myself and Fro. And that's it. I'm playing Ganesh. I perfectly dash on this Changa. And Fro hits the crit. He gets a penta kill. But wait! Let's go. Penta wait, kill. Wait, wait. Hold on. Baby. That's not it. That's not it. We are it we get a nice push on them. They win a team fight against us under their Titan. They push back. Again, Fro spawns. He gets a kill. He's got two. Wait, that's a triple! <laughs> He got a quadra kill, and then somebody killed him. Killed the other guy for penta. So he had a penta and a quadra in the same game as Jing Wei. Fucking hype, dude! I, I, when he got the penta, I literally yelled. I think the entire apartment complex heard me yell. It was, it was one of those moments that, as a Ganesh playing the support, felt so good to to hit my my knock up into his damage and we getting him getting the penta it felt fantastic very very nice yeah i was pretty stoked bummed i didn't get the second penta but 
Oh, it was so that close too. One. Dude, I was popping off too. It was one of the ones like I literally was talking about how I'm, I'm beginning to like Jingwei. Don't Rick, you didn't hear shit. Shut up. But I'm beginning to like Jingwei a little bit. Uh especially in assault. Yeah. They killed me once after like ten minutes. Come back with a shit ton of items. Get a pentakill. <laughs> they kill us again. I come back with some items. Kill the fuckers again. But I die again. Like ah bastards. It was good a game. Good game. It was we ended up losing. That was the worst part. Yeah, I think I was like what I went like sixteen and two or some shit like there. Sixteen and Wait four. a minute. Was that the game that the enemy team got a penta too? Maybe? I'm pretty sure that was the game. Wait a minute, I'm trying to think. Wasn't it a ride? It was a mage. I think Fro robot it on me. Heap? Probably. I think you did. Oh. <laughs> I heard I heard think tank. But I'm pretty sure there was a there was a penta on each side and then he got a quadra kill. If I remember correctly. And what game mode was this in assault? Yeah, it was an assault. Hey, shout out to my only penta ever being We've an assault. We've been playing a lot of assault. Yeah, my, my only penta has ever been an assault. As a support player, I don't have a penta. I actually, yet. I had I've a quadrakill as a Ganesh, and I had it stolen. I had my penta stolen by an Athena that ulted on me and took it. So, that was a big, that was a oh, big no. fucking feels bad. Matt. You bestowed oh your God. penta? I used my, I used my ult and dash and knocked penta. up one person and then threw my one at somebody. And I had frenzy, so I ended up tagging one person, killed him right on the line, and then threw my one through somebody, killed them. The other person was pretty much already dead because somebody died, so I got the kill for it. And then uh, the Athena, I, I chased so somebody down again like six seconds later, right before they got into into the uh, fountain room, and the Athena ulted in on me and took the kill. So. Oh, no. Season four, when the map was a lot Feels smaller. Feels bad, man. <laughs> if I had to add all, right. all my accounts together. Tank, feel free to uh, feel free to take your time and and do your games, and then we'll do guest questions. Games, games, games. Okay. Um, I haven't really had too many many fun games, but this uh, past Smiter Day was my birthday actually. So I. Yeah. Oh well, happy belated Thank birthday! Happy so I got I got really hammered. Um, happy birthday! I was playing bro. with my uh, new GM Duo Macy and uh, Chiberia and Biddy God and just some other like PS4 people that have been around the Conquest community for a long time. So we played a lot of Assault. And what I can say about my games though is I didn't do a lick of anything. I was running around. I was so so wasted that I was just being there for a presence. Um, got my meditations off and my sprints off. And that was good, but I just want to give a shout out to Chiberia, uh, Duo Macy, and Biddy God for carrying me through like seven assault games in a row because I was so, I was so wasted. There was no way, that w- there was no way. And then finally, like three in the morning, um, we hop into Conquest and, um, I played Rat Jungle. I was like, you know what? Let me play Jungle this game. I said, fuck it. And, uh, I ran around. Those are the really true. Yeah, yeah. Games. It was like late night. Like, I think, I think I want to say it was like 2.45, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I play Rat Jungle, and um, I start out first blood, and then after that I die like six times in a row. I'm just running at people would die, and you know nothing wrong with my build. Uh, obviously, I just wasn't hitting abilities. I wasn't I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Um, but I still got carried through in one game. So I won like seven games tonight. So shout out to Smart Day and to uh, my friends again for carrying me through and uh, 
taking care of me on my worst days. <laughs> but um, that's that. This, yeah, that's that's pretty much. It. And then Sunday, um, I was off work, so I definitely slept in. I didn't play any smite yesterday. I think I finally got on play one ranked last night and uh, won that game. Today is Monday, right? I have a, I have a yeah, it is Monday. So yeah, so Monday I get on and um, I'll probably play a game or two after this, but I haven't played any yet. And uh, hopefully, hopefully I won't be in too bad a shape. But no, Smite is definitely definitely fun. Well, I'm sure you'll be better than Ratatasker Jungle at 3 a.m. Yes, no, no, 100. percent And um, it's it's still fun though. <laughs> what I would say though is recognize who you're playing with. What I've learned from this: recognize who you're playing with, let them know your condition before you start games, and then move on with that. If your if your people are good with you, you know, trolling or being, you know under the hammer or whatever the case may be, that's fine. But you will lose friends and you will piss off a lot of the community. So what I would say is if you're going to be hammered, make sure you're going to five stack. Yeah, no trelly rally or rally trelly cues, Bryce. And shout out to the fact that I don't know who that, who our fifth was. Yeah, I don't I don't know who our fifth was, to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> that's, that, that was just a spawn of my condition. But I definitely appreciate um, them doing that for me. All right. So. That's it for me on games, I guess. All right, let's get into the the guest questions. There's not a ton of them, but there are some uh, lengthier ones. Um, let's see here. Uh-oh. Where am I at? I can't find my page. There we go. All right. Um, Web comes in. Will you tank for me? Um, if we're in ranked games, I will not tank for you. Um. In, in casuals, I will swap with you in your role. But if we're in a ranked game, I'm I'm playing whatever I get, and I'm trying to carry games. Final nice. answer. <laughs> uh, next, um, Aquibo. I feel like you corrected me the last time. Uh, he said I can't wait for you to tell everyone how AIDS it really is. Weibo. Oh yeah, a Quigbo, a Quigbo. Um, Samuel Perkins, or no, uh, whatever his name is. Anyway. Um, yeah, sale was pretty AIDS. Um, a couple years ago, it was not that bad, but now we're at a point where the community is, uh, vice versa. People aren't as serious as they used to be. So there's a lot of drama involved with running a league, but I still enjoy it. Um, it might be AIDS, but that's why I have my admins to, uh, take the shots for me. But yeah, it's a little bit AIDS. Not as, not as bad as it could be though. I uh, I completely understand that. Running a community can be a lot of work and a lot of annoyance. Good admins really help. Indeed. Uh, Epidemic comes in and says, make sure to give me a shout out, kid. So Epidemic, um, I definitely have versed on him a few times. Epi was on the original Beer Money roster before we switched over to Big Money uh, with Ian Ader and John Via Chip, uh, a bunch of pretty good players. Epi is the most toxic person on PS4 Smite. <laughs> but he is probably one of the top five wisest people on PS4 Smite as well. So you have to give respect where it's due. And I do respect Epi. Is much of a, I respect him as a Smite player, but I, I think he's a bad human being. But I still love him because uh, he's been around for so long. So shout out to Epidemic. All right. Uh, last from the Twitter. Sinister Phoenix comes in with, Ew, TJ smells though. Just kidding, love him. Yeah, uh, Phoenix, um, one of our newly picked up admins for sale. 
she's been a very big help in that regard. However, uh, she is also, and I'm going to go ahead and announce it. We were holding off announcement, but she is also going to be probably the new stream team lead for Big Money. Uh, at, at very least, she's going to be joining Big Money. She left Cyclone, so I think it's going to be a great addition to our organization. Nice. And, ooh, she thinks actually worse than me, so. I feel like a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah, well, we all play Smite. It's kind of hard to debate yeah. that. If you are part of the Smite community, you're at least a little toxic. You have to be a little bit. Yeah, there's there's no way. I mean, how many people will stay up late not taking showers when they're supposed to? But, you know. That happens. One it of does. these days, I'm going to talk about healthy gaming and life balance. Hopefully people would listen, but I just haven't decided to do that yet. Um, all right, Adios comes in and says, okay, let's try this. What's your favorite beer? Uh, I have lost all hope. All the quest- or all the guests you guys get really have bad taste in alcohol. So I think I went over this before, but um, Michelob Ultra is my beer of choice right now. Um, even though I've been on those... Uh, the uh, what do they call the hard seltzers, just because of the uh, low calorie and low carb count. Um, but Yingling currently Watch is out. my favorite. Rally, rally, yeah, the the, the white claws, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the, the white claws, the white claws will get you thrashed, okay. But um, yeah, the make make a lobe mostly right now just because of the uh, low carb count. Uh, Yingling at heart is my favorite beer right now, but I grew up on Miller High Life so much that I got it tattooed on my chest. Um, but yeah, make a lobe, make a lobe right now. But there's there's stories that I can tell you all in, in person if y'all ask me at uh, DreamHack Atlanta or HRX. So feel free to come and ask. All right, Audios follows up and says, how far are you looking to go with your esports team? All Smite, move to another game. What's the dream? So I think I, went, I touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, Smite is the initial um, movement just because it's where my community is, where my people are, and I have a lot of respect for the game itself. I tried Paladins. It didn't work. Uh, going forward, I'm going to be probably looking into Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, uh, maybe some some of those uh, arena games like uh, Fortnite, Apex, things like that. So there's definitely movement to advance. Um, like I said, I picked up a GM recently, and uh, we're, we're looking to make some changes and add on some other teams. But right now, Smite's just the backbone. But just look for us. I'd say 2020, look for some other teams from Big Money. Nice. So watch watch out for Big Money. All right, Coffin Monkey comes in and says, what's your opinion on mayonnaise? Oh, man, mayonnaise. It's the best condiment next to Tabasco. Um, mayonnaise is quality. I, I'm a I tuna like a fan, so. My yeah, 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 I mean, depends on what you're eating, I guess, chicken sandwiches and stuff. But, yeah, I'm a big mayonnaise guy. Um, I, my, my order of condiments would go Tabasco, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup. Ketchup is a, uh, a do not touch for me. But uh, mayonnaise is top tier. Uh, but it has to be Dukes. I don't I don't rock with any off-brand um, store brands. I can't eat it. It makes me sick. I don't touch Miracle Whip. And anything besides Dukes, you can probably take it somewhere else. I can respect that. Dukes is a, a southeast U.S. mayonnaise. That's gotten Dirty pretty South. popular. I actually had a, uh, a team in my league a couple splits ago called Dirty South, actually. So uh, I definitely um, respect that side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Coffin follows up with, also, what would you consider the Smite version of being stuck in standstill rush hour traffic? Gold to platinum 
MMR ranked games. Platinum um, MMR ranked can, games, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you can do what you can to try to pass it, but in reality, you're not going anywhere. Um, all you have to do is think about yourself yeah, we inside about of your vehicle. a little bit on the Lost episode. A little bit I'll last week. How, uh, it, it's, it's a very gray area, like mid-gold to yes. like low, like... Diamond five, it's, it's, high platinum area. Yeah, it's like it's, what it's the fuck is going on? Definitely, definitely rough. Um, you just have to try to uh, take your passes when you can. Is would be my final answer on that. <laughs> I respect it. All right, last couple questions, and I think you'll be able to. Sque- well, there's two real questions, but I think you'll be able to squeeze the second one out pretty quickly. Uh, first one is: If you could make a skin for any god, what would it be? Big money Bacchus. Um, it, Big like, money Bacchus. Yeah, like I said, it would be better if it was beer money still. Um, but he ults, drops money bags on everybody. He's walking around with uh, bags of money instead of instead of uh, beer, you know what I'm saying? Instead of wine, rather. And then spitting money money pieces or coins at somebody instead of his burp. But, yeah, that, that would be the Big Money Bacchus Tier 5, of course. Tier 5. It has to be, it has to be a Tier 5 or I don't want <laughs> well it's not very big money it's it's it takes off its clothes that's what the tier five yeah. is it get, every time it gets a little drunker it takes off some yeah he's, he's running around at a g-string with money bag there you go oh no. oh no that's the level 20 version oh hell yeah uh last question from the community ash basham follows up with anime yeah. Do you watch and what have you seen? What's your favorite one and worst? Um, one? anime is a no go for me. I'm not a fan. Like I said, I've I've watched a couple episodes of Samurai Jack and uh, Naruto growing up, but Naruto is still a little bit out of my uh, out of my spiel. But uh, I had to pick one to be Samurai Jack, but still, anime is a no go for me. I haven't watched it in years, so I'm gonna stay away from that. And anybody with anime profile pics, don't don't uh message me on Twitter because I probably won't message you back. You can follow me and I'll follow you back, but I won't message you back because I think it's a little little off. <laughs> so he only exclusively watches My Little Pony. That's the only thing animated he watches. All right, exactly. All right Pokemon, I guess, man. Come on. Be easy with me. I'll give you that one. <laughs> all right. Um, I think you've answered all my questions. Most of my stuff we talked about when we talked about your uh, console team. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. Um. Fro, Nev, do you got anything that you'd like to add? I do believe I got a lot of them started towards the beginning of the episode here. Or at least finished. Asked. There we go. Words. Asked. I did it. You did it. You're on a podcast. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Nev, do you got anything? Um, what do you think about 50% cooldown on <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a callback, folks. So what do I think 50% cooldown would be worth? Or what What was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just memeing. Yeah. I'm just memeing. Don't do it. Oh. Your opinions on getting 50% cooldown on Cupid? Never do it on any god ever. If you get more than 40% cooldown, then I'm going to block you and hope you're not in my games. I mean, <laughs> where we're talking about uh, Malice counting as cooldown, though. I mean... So technically only 40, but with the... Outside of uh, Cupid, if you can give me a god that would be worth to ever build that build, then let me know, and I will give you another response. But uh, 
The answer to that question is never. Is that the good build? <laughs> Neath. I don't know when it would ever be a good idea to build uh, that on cooler Neath. To be honest, I've never, I don't know if I've seen Melis been building much at all recently, but I will try your Cupid build out. Message it to me, and I will try it tonight, and I will record the whole thing on Twitch, and you can you can watch it. Whatever game mode I decide to get in, I'll do it. I'll get into a ranked game, play Cupid solo, and do it. Send us. Yes. We'll get someone to. Get them out for us. Post it on, on Twitter. Check out how fifty percent Cupid works. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, it's great. All right. Um, I think we're ready for the hat. Yes, Nevea. Tell mm. us how the hat went. Tell us what okay. the hat was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So a little bit of a backstory. Um. This one was the uh the the hold them back with the wall challenge. Uh, and I immediately thought of our friend Yoski. He's been a longtime friend of the podcast. And uh, back when I first started playing Conquest, I, I uh, queued up with Yoski and he went Gimir and I went some random hunter. And I was fairly new at the whole Conquest to begin with. So I thought, I'm going to queue with a friend, somebody who's not toxic, who will just really be like the support that I need right now in my learning phase. And he went Ymir and he walled off our own minions and held them all back and just let me die a bunch. So when this challenge came up, when this hat of purgatory came up, I was like, well, Yoski's got to be in, in this with me. He's got he's to gotta party up with me because he's done it before. He didn't even know it was a challenge and he's already done it. So... I got so. him, and then I roped Panda into it as well, and it had been a, a few weeks since Panda had played some Smite to begin with, and uh, not enough alcohol, boys. Not enough. We started this early in the evening, and we did not do good. I think we did an early surrender, like 11, 12 minutes in. I died a bunch. I had more damage than their Medusa, so that felt good, but it was it was not a good time. Not a good time. Not, that that that's all I got to say about that. Well, we have some announcements to make about the other hat then. So, A, we've been incredibly busy. I'm sure you've already heard at this point. I've made a couple mentions of it, plus the other episode about the lost episode. We've been busy as fuck trying to figure shit out. Week before that, we were busy, and my daughter started school today. So, been... Crazy, crazy busy. Willow and I haven't done the last hat that I'm helping. It's not my fault. We're just going to save on that. So we'll be talking about that next episode. Also, we're looking to kind of find a few more single person hat of purgatories for us as well. Uh, It's becoming a little difficult at times to always be doing the constant three man hats. So we're looking to get back to a little bit more one or two man, if possible. I mean, we'll still do the three and fours occasionally, but we're going to keep that for when we know we can actually achieve that because it's been a bit of a struggle. Uh, Yeah, it's just to help us a little bit. If you have ideas for meme builds, please put them in our How to Purgatory uh, channel. We'll pretty much try anything. Um, But try and remember that we're going to cut back a little bit on the three to five man groups 
so that we can uh, tr- get them done individually just because, like Fro said, with life, uh, it can be a little hectic at times to get everybody together and get it all organized to do the hat. Right. Yep. Well, that's pretty much our, our announcement on that. Hey, if you ever need a, uh, a fill uh, for that, just hit me up with that and I'll find some people. We'll make it happen. We will. I mean, we probably will. Well, I guess we can explain to you a little bit what our hat of purgatory is. Um, we come up with like a meme name or a meme build or just like a god in a role that's very, well, like Persephone support. You'll be seeing that. Or actually, I know we just said we're not going to do three mans, but I just saw... Uh, Commander Camp, I believe it was. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't think it was Camp. Was it Stormed? Commander Camp or Destro? Stormed. That's right. Stormed. It was Hades into... Or Cerberus alt into a... Persephone uh, Persephone alt. alt when they land while they're sitting on top of a Hades alt. And he called it the Underworld family. Like, it was fucking great. And like we'll still do things like that. That's that's what the hat is. Or we like might do one that time hat. you mentioned you like Ganesh. We did Ganesh Jungle one time. I'm sure you'd like that. Just like full blaster Ganesh Jungle. And then <laughs> the Ganesh Jungle just stayed. I was in solo. Just kept coming you over. Pick me up for that. Me for that fuck. challenge. And then I'll make it happen. Hell, both of them. Yeah, we, we already did it. <laughs> yeah, that was, was an early example one. example of like what it is. We'll let you know if we get another Ganesh one coming up. Alright. Uh, yeah, that's what that is. Just FYI. And I know we may have some new listeners on this one as well. Yeah, and, and I... maybe because after our next episode too, but... And I I did say this in the Discord. Um, the whole concept started as like a challenge between the hosts... But it has since evolved into you all participating as well. And you'll yeah. notice sometimes we also group up with you guys to kind of do the hat together. Um, if you have any ideas, like they said, um, if you have any ideas, put them in the Hat of Purgatory channel. If you've done any of the hat uh, challenges and you want to share your results or funny story or whatever... You can also put those in there as well because we love to see you guys trying the challenges with us and we love to hear your results as well. So please put that information. We love to read those things. Um, all right. So last week we said this was the week we were going to do the community corner. And I know that it sucks to say this, but. Due to the technical difficulties that we've had, this is already an hour and a half episode. Um, this is our second time recording the episode. Um, we're going to hold off on doing the community corner until hopefully next week. Um, so if you have any ideas, please get them in the last minute. Uh, I think we're recording Saturday next week. Um, but I do believe so, yep. Um, I apologize for the delay. Uh we will get the community corner done. I promise. These some of these rearcs were really good. We had a nice little chat about some of the things that we talked about, or some of the things you guys posted. Um, we will rehash that stuff uh, and have a nice chat again 
uh, as always. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, we actually talked about the community challenge once. We actually did do it before all the technical difficulties. But yes. Shit happens. Life happens. Here we are. Exactly. So we'll get to it next week. We will. We all know we will. Um. Also, this was something that we talked about in the last in the last episode. But I want to bring it to everybody's attention because it's it's new and um, it would greatly help us. So recently we are we are officially on all platforms except for Acast that I'm still working on. The podcast is officially released on iTunes, on Spotify, on um, SoundCloud as always, on Google Play, all those all the great podcast apps that you guys use. The podcast should be available now no matter what the feed should be there except for Acast, which like i said i'm working on um but with that comes a a bonus potentially for us as a podcast um we might get lucky if you guys can give us a lot of support because of the way itunes works we are considered a brand new podcast um so if you guys go to itunes and give us a review uh, whether it's just a star review or you actually write a review, you can give us promotion towards us getting on the new and upcoming list, which would be great for us as a podcast. So if you could please go and give us a review. Now, if you if you don't use iTunes, that's perfectly fine. But please take some time and give us a review. Uh, if you do, please send us a screenshot on... Uh, Twitter or in the Discord or um, wherever you can find us, let us know. I usually try and check those re- well, relatively often as I can speak. I speak for a living. I'm on a podcast. Um, we, I try and read through them as much as possible. But if you do leave a review and want a little a little love, send it my way. I will promote it on Twitter. I will promote it in our Discord. We love to hear you guys and your reviews. Um, but you can really help us out on our Discord, or I'm sorry, on our iTunes, uh, getting us a little promotion and potentially getting us on the new and upcoming list. So if you listen on iTunes, please hit that review button. Five stars are awesome, but if you don't, if you don't think we're a five star podcast, we understand. And a review means a lot to us. So get out there and review. Um. So in closing, we have our our couple things. Uh, WildMonkeyDesign.com. WildMonkeyDesign.com. For all your design needs. Uh, I know it's not the same without Depp, but uh, as <laughs> as you know, Depp's not here. Uh, Depp uh, always says they gave us our badass logo, which they did. I, I love our logo. Uh, it's been great for our branding. Uh, the guys over at WildMonkeyDesign. No, it's Fire's Fuck. It's Fire's Uh The guys over at WildMonkeyDesign.com have been fantastic to work with. Um, and we'll continue to promote them. The fire outro music comes from No Copyright Sounds. No Copyright For Sounds. All your music needs. No Copyright Sounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Tank. So I think we're getting out of here now. You want to go ahead and tell everybody uh, where they can get a hold of you and how they can get a hold of you? Um, yeah, my personal Twitter is uh, Vilmatic276, uh, V I L E. M-A-C-I-C-276. Um, you can follow us at Big Money Esports, which is uh, Big Money ESP, and uh, Sale PS4, which is a bunch of underscores involved with that. So I'll add you all there, and I'll make sure to get my Discord links as well for sale. 
uh, and big money both into the uh, the posting this week. Yep, we will put them all mm-hmm. in the description. Yep, links in the stuff. Links in the stuff. All right, it's been a couple episodes since we've done our personal stuff, so uh, well, I'll start with Bot G. So you can follow the podcast at uh, battleground at battleground of on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at fro underscore double underscore g on Twitter, PSN, Discord, uh, Reddit. I do Reddit, uh, and I'm not on Xbox as of late. I've just been playing a lot more PS4. Uh, you can still find me there though if you want at depveo, est one seven seven one. I may be able to recover my account though. I just never get around to it. Let's go. Um, Willow, where can people find you? You can find me at Willow1771 at all the places, um, Reddit, Discord, uh, Twitter, PSN, pretty much everywhere you would search for me, I am Willow1771. Nevaeh. You can find me at Nevaeh03 on Xbox, in the Discord, Twitter, sometimes Twitch whenever I get around to doing that. Um, Yeah, that's where you can find me. All right. All the other hosts will be in the description, too. I don't know. Yes, we'll do that, too. Even though, why would you follow, like, Bryce? He's a feeder. So, I don't know if Willow's editing or not, but if he is, start the music now. 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 Funny, because I don't think I'm going to be able to edit. You have to try (laughs) and edit and make that fit. I haven't stopped my recording. Get it down the bass and sound. Get it down the bass and sound. Get it down the bass and sound. Get it down the bass and sound.